0: Hey yo, I'm CK and you're listening to Practice. I'm your functional systems integrator, and this is my podcast where practice is not just the theme of the show, but the whole purpose behind it. I'm using this platform to practice podcasting, as well as speaking in general, while espousing half thoughts and providing unsolicited advice. As always, I'm fortunate to be joined by my practice partner and partner in life, Pam. Hey, that's me. Pam is my pattern awareness manager as well. <laughs> And every week we talk about my progress with this practice, as well as other lifestyle practices, along with theories and ideas behind the virtues of practice itself. Our conversations are unscripted and unedited. We're really doing this on the fly, so don't be... hold. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're really doing this on the fly. <laughs> so don't hold me responsible for what I say here. Make sure to check out my show notes where I'll notate all the things I could have done better. You can find that, and more information about this project at forcesofequal.com slash practice. And today it is June 21st, 2020. We are recording our 17th practice session. Mm-hmm. So let's start out by catching up with our week.
1: All right, well, happy not a father's day. What does that mean? Well, it's father's day, but you're not a father. So happy not oh. a father's day.
0: Oh. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. <laughs> we actually hung out with my family yesterday mm-hmm. to celebrate Father's Day. So my parents and my brother and his wife. And that was fun. We're starting to get more stories out of them. And well, I don't know if we're starting to get more. So yesterday we actually recorded a session with my parents and we sat down and they told us stories of their upbringing and their time in korea and immigrating to america so it's been fun learning about that stuff and getting it on tape and we may do something with that in terms of podcasting in the future Mm -hmm. and actually there's some content in there ...for our Equanimity podcast that we've been in the process of developing for a while now. So, that was fun. And I've been continuing to organize the Forces of Equal Studio. And I was hoping to finish up with stuff last week, but I ran into some issues with logistics... Concerning some of the acoustic treatment that I'm working on And so I've kind of been just ideating around that stuff And trying to figure out the best way to go Because there's so many options And I have to work with what I have here in the room And, you know, this isn't like an official studio that we built out or anything We are using it as an office, a studio, a guest room, and a rec room, you know, just kind of all-encompassing, so it has multiple purposes, so yeah, I've been thinking about different ways to make it efficient and optimal for all these different purposes, so I think I'm close, if not set, on what I'm going to do, so hopefully this coming week I can finish everything out, but in terms of how everything set up and my workflow I've gotten more used to how things are getting along and it's been awesome and like the speed at which I'm doing some things are is it's really exciting so I'm excited to get in that flow I I don't feel like I've gotten into the flow yet I'm still kind of getting used to stuff And I'm still learning stuff, too, around audio and editing and all that stuff. So there's a lot of time spent figuring things out and calculating different logistics and whatnot. So that's still coming along. And I just love doing all this stuff. I mean, I realize that I love fiddling around and just tweaking Mm -hmm. things here and there.
1: You're a tinkerer.
0: Yeah, totally. And I mentioned before, in terms of like creative or intelligence, the difference between like conceptual creatives and experimental creatives. And I've kind of come to realize that I'm definitely more of an experimental creative where I just tinker, tinker, and iterate and iterate and try to find like all the little things that i can do to optimize something as opposed to a conceptual creative who just comes up with the whole concept at once and just puts it out there so
1: what are people like me who just are like is this good enough yeah it's fine i give up
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if there's a category for you guys you guys are just
1: more efficient (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'll let you think that. (laughs) But yeah, it's probably true anyway. (laughs) So how was your week, Pam?
1: Uh, It was good. I made really, really good progress on um, putting together the content for the Not Bad With Money website, which will be my financial um, coaching Product service uh, that we'll be launching in the next couple of months. Uh, so that will be not money.com very soon once I get everything over to CK and task him with building out the site. And we're going to start uh, having episodes on not bad advice that address money topics and budgeting and money mindset and the psychology of money and all that really fun stuff. So it was a really good week of progress there.
0: Yeah. We just actually recorded the first episode of that series Mm -hmm. and it's i mean all all of this is fun and that's fun and it's fun kind of delving into these little niches off of what we started out with and kind of developing them and creating these whole projects out Mm -hmm. of them and so yeah i'm excited for that to be released because that's going to be very useful and it's gonna help kind of launch forces of equal into the coaching atmosphere Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term or maybe (laughs) i don't know i kind of like atmosphere sure (laughs) but today we also did our sunday run and pam hit another personal best with a mile.
1: I've got two seconds faster.
0: Yeah, I mean, faster is faster, (laughs) and it's improvement, and some weeks you're not going to improve your time. I mean, once you start hitting your top end and figuring out where that is, it's going to be harder and harder to continue beating your personal best. Yeah. And
1: one of the things that I was thinking about is, um, you know, we we talk a lot about optimization on here mm-hmm. and about, you know, making everything in your environment the best possible for what you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And we ate at your parents' house yesterday, which means uh, that who knows what, you know, what was in whatever we ate. It was right. not our normal environment, not our normal diet. It was also um, a little bit more of a stressful day because we were there for, what, seven or eight hours and trying to right. record. And it was not the normal Chill Saturday that I have, right. So waking up the next morning right after that and going and trying to dramatically improve my runtime was probably not optimal. So to still improve, that's good.
0: Yeah, and yeah, that's a great point because I, I didn't really consider all that, but yeah, it's pr- it probably affected your physiology. Mm-hmm. So. Let's see, so today in terms of my supplementation, I have a cup of coffee, Mm -hmm. and we actually got a new grinder this week, because our last one went kaput, Pam broke it,
1: went to the big coffee shop in the sky,
0: (laughs) I think the motor ran out or got one out or something, Yeah, but yeah, we had a little funny incident with the new grinder this week (laughs) when I... First, try to use it because the, the container, hopper. the what? The hopper. It's called the hopper. Mm-hmm. So, the hopper, which is a container where you pour the beans into for them to get grinded, is completely clear on our new grinder, whereas our old grinder had like a gray tub. And so I didn't know the top was on the grinder, so I poured the beans out, and it just hit the cover, and the beans just all scattered everywhere and on the floor. So that was I'm pretty still fun.
1: finding them. I'm still cleaning them up. Oh, uh, really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so anyway, I have a cup of coffee with me, and I took some Qualia Mind as well, and I'm feeling pretty good uh, since we hung out with our or my parents yesterday and the family. I missed my summer nap my afternoon nap so i was a little tired yesterday but i had a great night of sleep last night and i feel pretty good today and i'm running pretty well and so let's get into the first segment where i talk about my process with this practice of podcasting Mm -hmm. and i guess i've already started talking about some of it so i'm not sure what else i have to talk about (laughs) hmm Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, we're just getting the acoustic treatments all situated this week. I'm making connections like I love optimizing the cables, like the cable management. (laughs) That sounds so stupid.
1: I like it. It's, it's nerdy. I love it.
0: Yeah. Like I'm almost done with the cable management now and it's, it's something, like, when I have all these wires all over the place, it's, it causes me so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, it's just seeing them or them getting in the way or whatever it is. I just like to have them organized and neat. So,
1: I, think, gonna- I was going to say that one thing that I think that has made a really big difference in our practice here with podcasting with the acoustics is the... Uh, the door cover the i don't know Mm -hmm. what they're called so um when we were setting up before ck and i are in separate rooms and we would put like a towel or a blanket in front of the door to block any sound coming underneath them Mm -hmm. and a couple weeks ago you bought i don't know what to call them
0: yeah i don't know what to call them either so they're basically like (laughs)
1: yeah. <laughs> they're just pieces of fabric that have um, foam tubing in them for right. each side of the door. So so it, you can think of it if you live anywhere where, where it's drafty. They're, they're the draft blockers that you put um, on the bottom of doors. But these are have tubes on uh, the inside and outside of the door and go underneath the door so that when you close it, you have um, something already on there that blocks the sound. And that simple little thing, and I'm sure they were cheap, relatively cheap.
0: Yeah, they were like 10 bucks each.
1: Yeah, that, I think, has made a huge difference in our setup. So, if anyone out there is podcasting from their bedroom, invest in one of these things. I and mean, You can link it in the show notes so that people yeah. can find them. They were a, just a, a really simple change to the setup right. that I thought was a, a really good tip.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't even have to do anything to set it up anymore. Set up, like, covering up the... Mm-hmm door like the openings below the door and stuff like that because it's just on there and you just have to close the door and it stays on there and it slides with the door and everything and it not only helps us with podcasting but just in general if let's say I'm still sleeping and Pam wants to grind coffee and that blocks helps block the sound so
1: Or when I go to bed at night and CK is watching YouTube videos about acoustic treatments in
0: rooms,
1: (laughs) then it blocks the sound while I'm trying to sleep.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good point that you brought up there. And so, yeah, I don't know. Oh, actually, I just noticed this morning that last week's practice session didn't get published, and I just realized that, and it's because I forgot to mark the category that the podcast is in through my through the wordpress post so it defaulted to the default category which is uncategorized and so it didn't get uploaded into the practice feed so that's what happened apologize to the listeners (laughs) sorry (laughs) daryl but yeah that should be up now or soon and Hopefully, I'm gonna get back into the flow of publishing these sessions in a timely manner because I've kind of been slacking, and I'm I still want to do more with like the show notes and get things more organized and stuff like that. And all that's been in progress. Uh, We I think we mentioned last week that I had a huge list of tasks that Mm -hmm. I wanted to get done, and I made good progress with them all. But I don't know if I actually finished any of them. But this is just kind of how I work. I like to have my hands in a lot of different things and work on things when i get inspired and so that's kind of something that i'm trying to navigate these days because like i've mentioned before i'm doing a lot more creative stuff now versus the more analytical and strategic stuff that i was doing before so i'm kind of learning my flow and my patterns and when to do certain things in the, at the optimal time so still getting used to those kind of things the creative mindsets a little different you know you gotta kind like you don't sometimes you don't know when inspiration is going to s- strike
1: can I counterpoint there okay So I absolutely felt the same way when I started doing a lot of writing, like when I was writing our scripts for Equanimity, our other podcast, Mm -hmm. and when I started creating uh, the content for Not Bad Advice and even working on the the documents and, and course information for Not Bad With Money coaching. That is still a very creative process, even though it is work. It's it's creation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would kind of have the same feeling where I'd be like, oh, I have to wait until the mood strikes or until I'm feeling in a creative mood. Mm-hmm. And that meant that I never did anything. Sure. So, I started blocking off time that no matter what, this is the time that I spend on this project. Even if I only work on it for five minutes, as soon as I start working on it, I find that I get in the creative mood. Mm-hmm. So, if you're waiting for inspiration to strike, it might not. So, you know, think about blocking that time out and just trying.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And I definitely try different things, and I'm still kind of trying to figure out what works best for what situation and stuff like that. Or maybe I just need to sit and try harder and yeah i don't know because the thing is i'm in so many creative buckets right now and they're all a little different like music is probably on the far end of the creative spectrum Mm -hmm. and then there's like the editing or the post-processing that's kind of less creative and more task oriented and then there's like content writing which is maybe a little more creative but not as creative and free-flowing as music Mm -hmm. so yeah there's different levels and so yeah I'm just trying to wrap my head around all this and trying to figure stuff out and I'm still trying to wrap my head around this whole electronic music paradigm that I'm not as comfortable with yet still because I come from more of the analog and instrument world so I'm still kind of working out my flow with that but I've gotten a lot of things coming together and this is kind of how it works for me I just kind of throw a lot of stuff at the wall at once and kind of pick out which ones I like or which ones I feel like work best, and then kind of stick with those, but still have those other things in the periphery in case I might want to pick those up down the line. And then further down the line, it all just kind of starts coming together somehow. And this may have something to do with the Zygarnik effect. Are you familiar with that? I think yeah. I I don't know if I've it.
1: ever heard that those two words <laughs> together before or Zygarnik at all.
0: Zygarnik, I believe. Zygarnik. Uh, I think that's the right word, Zygarnik. I think it was named after Bluma Zygarnik. Now I'm like thinking, you know, what happens when you think of the same word over and over again it kind mm-hmm. of gets weird. Yeah. So I, I, now I'm not sure if it's Zygarnik, but I'm pretty sure. But anyway, it's the effect of having something like incomplete and having that being retained in your bandwidth or mind space. And it's always kind of there. And it's it relates to the cliffhanger effect on for like TV shows or movies or stories or whatnot. So, you know, you, you kind of want to complete that storyline or thought or whatever you're doing mm-hmm. so you that that notion is in the back of your mind somewhere even if you're not actively thinking about it and then when it comes time for that to be useful hopefully it comes up and you can process it with whatever you're thinking of at the time so it's kind of it kind of speaks toward procrastination like The beneficial side of procrastination (laughs) i feel
1: like you might be doing a little justification because you're a pretty big procrastinator
0: (laughs) yeah i might be but it works for me on some levels so yeah i think as long as you're mindful about it and continually iterating on how you go about it that it's okay like Obviously, you don't want to procrastinate to the point where you're never getting anything done. But at the same time, it's useful to have these ideas kind of available or floating around and available to you when you think of something else that's pertinent and you can relate them and process them and come up with something that relates to them both, or improves your idea in general. So, yeah, uh, I yeah, I, I think that is what the Zeigarnik effect is. So, well, I,
1: I just looked it up, and it actually means uh, they're speaking about how um, something that is an uncompleted task will mm-hmm. be recalled more easily and more quickly than something that's completed. Mm -hmm. So if you start something and don't finish it and then need to pick it up again or do it again, you'll be more able to pick up that task kind of where you left off or start doing it again versus something that you complete. Because when you complete it, you kind of close um, the loop. Yeah, you close that loop. It's not in your consciousness as much anymore.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I think I got it fairly close enough. accurate. So anyway, why did we get into Zygarnik effect?
1: You were talking about how you have a lot of things going on at any given time and that you kind of want to um, have them all kind of floating in in your atmosphere and Mm -hmm. pick which ones you want to work on at any given time.
0: Yeah. So that's just kind of how I work. And I don't know if it's the most effective process for me, but I'm always mindful about how I go about things. So I'm continually iterating my processes and my routines. And so that's kind of where things are going now. Like, I like to set things out and schedule stuff and have, like, certain things in place and kind of divvy out my goals and the timelines for them and stuff like that. But I know now, by now, I know that I never hit those... The, the goals or those milestones when I think I will
1: because you're too aggressive with them you don't set realistic goals so then you never hit the goals so then you don't <laughs> want to hit you don't want to set goals
0: yeah but at this so that's another thing like I feel like that's also just kind of how I work like I it, I put the carrot on the stick out in front of me so that I can chase it I and mean, you know I have all those different goals and that's kind of what helps drive me so yeah I don't know I could be going about it wrong and now that I'm talking about it I can kind of determine where there's inefficiencies
1: well I would just say that um, if that's how you want to work for your projects that's fine but I mm. have definitely felt a little bit of um, like I don't know what's going on with yeah. the projects that we're working on together. Cause you'll be like this week, I'm going to get this done. And then we talk about it and you're like, oh, I didn't get it done. And I'm like, right. okay. So when you tell me you're going to get something done, I can't, I don't have any faith in it. And so uh, like when people are asking me like, when's that bad advice going to start coming out? <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea. And when we talk about it, you're like this week, this week.
0: Yeah. So now that you <laughs> mentioned that, I think I do need to get a little more organized yeah. with my, goal planning but that may also be an effect of all this organization that i'm trying to get into these past couple weeks or this uh what's the word i'm looking for like i've kind of been just like not in my flow Mm -hmm. so i think maybe i've just been kind of riding that wave just kind of winging things so maybe i just need to get all my stuff together get everything organized and get back into the flow so i don't know we're keeping it agile and adapting (laughs) on the fly so
1: always learning
0: that's right so yeah today we're totally winging it and i had no idea what i was going to talk about and so i think we're already in our free talking segment where i talk about the half thoughts that are bouncing around in my mind make tangent salads and tangent spaghettis and yeah I don't know we're already coming close to the end of the episode so do you have anything else that you want to talk about or anything that's on your mind I don't think so okay so let's see free talking and then segment about practice and practicing um So, one second, I'm going to clear my throat real quick. All right. Um, Yeah, we were just talking about our voice quality. Was it right before we started this session? Mm -hmm. How your voice, I don't know what's going on with my voice. It's really, my throat's really gravelly today.
1: That kind of works for men, though. When it happens, uh, for my voice, it starts to sound pretty funny. But you can get away with that, like, low gravity.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't like how mine comes out, though. (laughs) So I still need to figure out how to talk for half an hour without my voice getting like this. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I've tried honey before, and I think I didn't do that this week. So maybe I need to add that back in and figure that out and we started kind of i think we've talked about doing vocal exercises and stuff like that before Mm -hmm. so yeah still working things out on the actual physical talking side of things and let's see let's get into practices virtues of practice and theories and ideas behind practice it's uh, like i've been talking about structure and scheduling and I guess we touched on that today so I just need to get back into my flow and find my flow and I don't know if I have any advice off the top of my head
1: there's something that I've been thinking about as we've been talking the last couple of weeks about how you've been uh, setting up the studio differently, and that that's all really beneficial and in the long term it will be good, but it has definitely thrown a wrench in your workflow. Yeah. And there's a something that I saw the other day that said um, distractions don't seem like distractions. So um, you know maybe just being cognizant of when you are optimizing the studio to a point because you, you want it to be so perfect and you're, you're putting all of this time and energy into, you know, getting the cables perfect and the, you know, the sound perfect and all this stuff and it feels really, really productive and to an extent it is, but right. at the same time it is a distraction.
0: Yeah, it's not efficient. Yeah. Yeah, so that brings up a couple topics. One is pedamorphosis and another is function versus form. So maybe we can dive into those next week. Okay. And yeah, I have a lot that I could say about those things. And yeah, so we'll leave it at there. We'll leave it there for this week. And sorry, things were kind of all over the place and maybe I shouldn't apologize. I kind of noticed that listening to previous episodes that I'm way too critical of myself and like I say things like like, you know, sorry for this being that way or uh, apologizing for stuff when I don't really need to. Like mm-hmm. when I listen back to it, it's like I didn't, didn't really need to say that or mention that, you know, but on the other hand, I don't know, maybe it's useful because this is a whole process of me being self-reflective on this practice of learning how to speak better and trying to articulate the thoughts that are in my mind. So maybe there's benefit in voicing the thoughts that are going on and how I'm thinking of stuff at the time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, you, I'll put those thoughts in the show notes as well, of course, but... Yeah, I'm just kind of rambling now, and...
1: Don't apologize for
0: it. Okay. (laughs) So I'm not going to apologize for that. So I'm not sorry, and (laughs) we'll leave it there for this week. So I hope you guys come back next week, and we'll potentially talk about pedamorphosis and form versus function. And so before we leave off, Pam, where can people hit you up? You can
1: find me on Twitter. I am at Pamela underscore Lund.
0: And I'm on Twitter at CK Disco. And oh man, I really got to figure out my voice thing. And yeah, don't forget to check out the show notes and more information about this project at forcesofequal.com slash practice. And again, we'll leave it there for this week. So I hope you come back next week and keep on practicing. Toodaloo! loo.